0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, and welcome to the St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am the host of the show, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan Lucas Smith. Thanks for tuning in today. Even though last night was a struggle to uh, not watch because I wasn't able to watch it wasn't on it wasn't televised, but um, it was tough to get the alerts and to, to read about it and to, to come to terms with what happened last night. Today is Friday, March fifth. Congratulations, we made it to another Friday. Don't want to go too far into the show without saying congratulations on making it to a Friday because. Some weeks, that, that's an accomplishment in and it of itself, um, especially with the game last night. So that, that I mean, that that was brutal. There, there's no other way to put it, rollover r- rule or r- resubstitution rule or not. That is not what you want if you're Carlos Martinez. So, I mean, the, the title of today is is the Carlos Martinez Dilemma, because it is a dilemma. And, again, none of these issues are going to be cut and dry for the most part. And I I, I don't think that this Carlos Martinez decision is cut and dry. The, and I'll, and I'll, I'll get into that. So uh, talk about Carlos Martinez, talk about possible replacements of him w- with an asterisk to that, um, as well as kind of give you a preview of today's game. Um, uh, Derek Goldwin got some information yesterday, but uh, that I, that I found interesting. Um, and, uh, but, but let, let's talk about Carlos Martinez. Again, couldn't see this stuff last night, but just looking through through the game log on LB dot com, it just wasn't good. He had a one pitch double to to Miles Straw, hit Altuve, threw a wild pickoff attempt, sacrifice fly, four pitch walk, one pitch single, four pitch walk after. A mound visit. RBI ground out. Martinez is pulled. Austin Warner comes in. Four-pitch walk. Single. Ground out. All right, Carlos. Give up some runs in the first inning. Yes. Fresh inning. Fresh start. Four-pitch walk to Altuve. One-pitch double to Brantley. Single to Correa. Throw by Lane Thomas. Um, out of the plate. Wonderful. Uh, I think they rolled out, rolled the inning uh, over after that. But... That that is not the start that Martinez wants. That is, I don't think that's even the start. Cardinals, even Cardinal fans who who don't like Martinez, I don't think that that was expected. I mean, yes, he he blew up a lot in 2020, but again, 2020, take it for what it's worth. To take it with a grain of salt, rather. I I was high on Martinez. I I've been confident in Carlos Martinez, but again, at some point, you can only get so many extra chances. And I'm going to caveat that this whole segment right now talking about the dilemma of Martinez by also recognizing the fact that it was one outing in his first spring training game. I don't think any jobs are won or lost in the first in your first spring training game. Pretty confident in saying that. If you find somebody else to prove me wrong, let me know. We'll have a discussion. But I don't think one game is going to lose his starting spot. Two games might, if he has another game like this the next time he starts. Three games definitely definitely will, because especially if, if the replacements that I'll talk about um, keeps pitching the way that, that they have. We'll find out about one of them today. But I'm not giving up on Martinez on this start alone. You might call me crazy. You might say he's been bad for a couple of years. He hasn't shown that greatness. But again, he he, he has. Yes, he did not pitch well on the postseason 2019. Yes, he he did not pitch well in 2020. But if you look at, at his stats out of the bullpen in, in the regular season in 2019, and really going back further, they're, they're not all terrible. He gets an awful rap. He, he really does. And, and, and yes, I'm not here to say that he has lived up to expectations. He most certainly has not um, since his shoulder injury in 2018 limited him to 118 innings. Um, but, I mean, if you look, he really hasn't had a terrible year based on, I mean, simply based on ERA and feeling independent pitching has always been below four, whip has always been below 1.3 except for 2018. I mean, his, his highest ERA was back in, I mean, uh, in a full season's worth of, of, of games, it was in 2013 in 21 games. He had a 508 ERA, but he pitched really well in the postseason. ERA next year was 4.03. In 2015, he, he starts to start. ERA down to three. they really going to pin the pitching just a bit above that at 3.21. Numbers have not been bad. They they really have, and then again, when you look at specifically out of the bullpen, they, they get a little bit better as well. In his career, he's pitched more out of the bullpen, 135 games compared to just 123 as a starter. Um, and it, in 50 games out of the bullpen, his, his ERA was 379. I know his his starter ERA was, uh, made it dropped a little bit low. But in, in 2018, in 15 games out of the bullpen, 147 ERA, 18 innings, whip of 1.2, strikeouts per nine of, of 9.3 um strikeouts striking out 1.73 guys show you guy he walked and in 2019 is more of a full-time guy finished 38 games pitched in 48 ERA 3.17 48 innings 2.94 strikeouts per walks 9.9 strikeouts per 9 whip of 1.8 those are solid numbers but it, when you look at his numbers as a starter they're actually worse and again, that that's a you know that could be a combination of things. You know, maybe he pitched really well for for five innings in a start, and then blew up in the sixth to implode numbers. But again, th- these numbers are long term stuff. Twenty twenty was bad. I'm not here to say it was bad, but don't just say, "Oh, he hasn't lived up to expectations." And I know that it's something a lot of us fall back on, myself included, that expectations are ha- have been higher. The stuff has shown to be higher, but. <laughs> He hasn't pitched all that bad. He, he really hasn't. Uh, again, I know 2020 was bad. I'm not that blind or that, that blinded by my, by my faith in Carlos Martinez to say that 2020 was good. It, it just simply wasn't. It, it, it was not. But, I mean, 2019 was a good year for Carlos Martinez. It really, it, it really was. I think that Martinez runs into the issue of really wanting to start. And I just don't think Martinez is built for for starting. I mean, he's being built up as a starter right now, and I get that. And he's still going to have every single opportunity you get. Or every opportunity that he can get to be a starter. But there is a part of me that, that says stick him in the bullpen. Because the Cardinals do have options that are not Carlos Martinez. And I'll talk about the three that I'm thinking of um, in the next segment. But so So again... The, the the show today is called the Carlos Martinez Dilemma. It is a dilemma. It, there is a choice to be made, and it there it is a difficult choice to be made because of the numbers I've talked about. Because of the, the the success he has shown in the bullpen, maybe you think you can stretch him out. Maybe he finds his his All Star form uh, of um of of years past. There is that maybe, but it's it's outings like last night that make. That make you think that that it's not possible. He did not lose his starting spot last night. He's got to be a lot better to keep that starting spot. But there is a, a dilemma and a hard choice to be made when you're thinking about Carlos Martinez. There, I mean, there, there just is. So take it for what you will. I was not happy with Martinez with his performance. I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't know how you could be um, happy with that performance, but i'm not giving up on him just yet i'm gonna give him a couple more starts maybe one maybe you guys might be calling me you know too too faithful whatever but i'm giving him at at least one more start before i fully give him the can and and say okay no more starting opportunities for you that said thinking ahead so um so let's think about some some names that that could be in the mix for the starting spot. And I'll talk about three names in particular coming up next. BetOnline.ag is the number one place and the easiest place to bet on all your sports action. Once again, that's BetOnline.ag. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores and odds that you need to know. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And that promo code to get that 50% welcome bonus is locked on. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. I talk about the three candidates that I have in mind for the starting rotation spot instead of Carlos Martinez. Today on the Locked On Podcast, excuse me, today on the Locked On Today Podcast, Big Ben is back in yellow and black. Um, is that a good thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, you can get all the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today Podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Today Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so, so there's three guys that I think, in, in my mind, that, that have the opportunity to get Carlos Martinez as a starting spot and I'm not going to say Matthew Libertor going to put that out there right now am I excited for Libertor yes however I just don't know if, if he's got if he's got it all right now to um, to be a starter in the major leagues I think there's a there's a chance he breaks camp I do I think it's a long shot but I think there's a there's a chance he breaks camp um, having a, a discussion with a follower o- online the yeah, you maybe know, said maybe he takes a an Austin Gomber type role um for, for this year. Um stretch guy, maybe you know also Daniel still the own role and starting rotation next year. Maybe. But um I think that's possible. possibility am not gonna say him as, as one of the three that I think that um should get the starting spot. And I'm gonna start with the guy who's actually starting today's game, and that would be Mr. John Gantt. John Gantt is starting um, today's game against the Washington Nationals, which is taking place uh, tonight at 5.05 Central Time. Um, John Gantt pitched really well in his, in his first outing. He got three punch-outs. Um, two innings of work, I believe, one or two. But um, this is a guy that that has started in the past, not with St. Louis. Um, but he was, he was, I guess he's similar to Carlos Martinez in that effect. Uh, I think people forget that, you know, I forget that, you know, John Gant's only twenty-eight. I feel like he's been around a long time. He's been really good in the bullpen for a long time. But, uh, but, but, I'm sorry. As I say that, you know, looking at my notes, that um, John Gantt did start nineteen games for St. Louis in 2018. So he 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 has shown, I guess, um, starting in in St. Louis. He also started seven games for Atlanta in 2016. His ERA has you know, been high, but last year he was really good in, in 17 games, 15 innings, and in ERA under three. Um, and again, bullpen ERA is kind of tough to judge because you do have, uh, you know, especially in the bullpen, um, things. You know, if they blow up on one inning, then you know, your numbers are screwed for the rest of the year. It's hard to come back from it. But um, that said, in his career, as a um, as a reliever, 106 games, he uh, ERA 3.6. Uh, and a whip of 1.288, uh, just, just, just solid numbers. He, he was 11-1 and in 2019 in 64 games, an ERA under 4. And in 2018, as a reliever, in 7 games, he had an ERA under 3. Whereas, as a starter in his career, his ERA is a little bit higher uh, at 3.99, 6-10 in his career, in 28 starts. 97 in the third innings as a starter in 2018, 3.61 was the ERA, so a little bit higher um didn't strike out a lot of guys, seven and a half per nine. What WHIP of 1.3? So that's a little higher than you'd like to see it. Um, uh, 1.3 was in 2018. But I think John Gann is a guy that you know is, is almost a, a forgotten guy when you're talking about who could be in the starting rotation. This is definitely a person that uh, wants to start, and we're, we're seeing that evidence. And hit him starting tonight's game against the Washington Nationals. Um, he'll be going up against a proven starter in in Max Scherzer, <laughs> but um, nevertheless, definitely um, an opportunity for Gant, especially following a Carlos Martinez um, <laughs> guffaw, for lack of a better word. That Gant, John Gant has definitely a chance now to uh, solidify his opportunity to be a starting starting pitcher. So, I I I only bring him up because I think that that would be other of, of the three guys that I'm going to mention. Um he would probably be one that's out of the blue a little bit more so than the other two. Uh, the other one is Daniel Ponce de Leon. This is also a guy that that, that has some what ifs to him, relies heavily on the fastball and um he he, he showed signs of of improvement in 2000 and, and 20. Um career era of 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 north of four or i'm sorry of, of uh, south of four just south of 3.78 but it, it was interesting because after his blow-up start against cleveland in august in september um no well, really it, it uh, last three starts of september not the whole september um because he, in his first start he went three innings against um minnesota and gave up two runs but but post that um he, he was really good. Uh, again, against, you, you could say weaker offenses, but uh, at Milwaukee, six innings, two, two earned. At Pittsburgh, five innings, two earned. At Milwaukee, six innings, one earned. Entering, or after his game on September uh, 6th against Minnesota, he um, had an area seven four seven, and it dropped to, to 4 9 in those next three starts. So solid stuff, right? I mean, he was able to, to eat some innings and to drop his ERA drastically in those last couple starts, and if that's the guy that, that shows up in 2020, one, then that, that's a huge positive. That That is definitely something to look forward to if you are St. Louis, and that is, you know, might it be something that, that we did see out of Daniel Ponce de Leon in his one start, or one appearance rather, earlier in the season. Um, on March 2nd, whenever he backed up Adam Wainwright, he, he was able to, to go two innings, two walks, and two strikeouts, and he gave up a hit, but showed the ability to get out of some jams, like, like also like Matthew Liberatore. So, Daniel Ponce de Leon is, a, is, is somebody that I think will be starting on a lot of other teams, as well as, as, well as John Gantt. But Ponce de Leon, especially, he, he's shown the ability to start for a, at least a little bit of an extended period of time. Right. Uh, John Gant definitely has, has found a home in the bullpen. John Gant has a solidified role in that bullpen if he does not start. Whereas Ponce de Leon's role is a little bit more abstract just because, you know, he's not going to be a back end of the bullpen guy because he's, he's got uh, that's just not the kind of stuff he has. And he's going to eat up innings. He's going to be your long man out of the bullpen. I don't see him starting the year in the minor leagues. Even if he does, doesn't even if he does stay in the bullpen, he's going to be on the major league roster. I, I, I just think he's got to be. But at the same time, what, what's that role going to be? Because he he does have the ability, in my mind, to be a starter, and he, he would he would be a, a good option for Martinez. And again, even if Martinez starts on a, starts on, on the fifth day of the season, fifth game of the season, he, he keeps his job. What this segment shows you is that the Cardinals have options to fill that. They have depth. Something that you guys probably get annoyed at me for talking about all the time. Pitching depth, pitching depth, pitching depth. And the Cardinals have that. And these two guys in getting punched and Leon are, are examples of that. And another example of that is Alex Reyes. Because he's the third guy. He looked, or I guess he didn't look good, but his stuff, and based on what I also I saw on Twitter and things like that, was really good. Um... Uh, he was able to 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 go two innings. He probably could have gone more, but uh, he he was slated for for two innings, and, and that was going to be that. Um, but two innings, struck out three. And it, when you look at the game log, you know not not just was not only rather was he able to strike out three, but he was he was really dominant in doing so. You know, based on the on the game log, he pitched two perfect innings, struck out Martín Molinato in three pitches, one pitch flyout to Gurleyel. Two-pitch pop-out to Kyle Tucker in the third. And then in the fourth, three-pitch strikeout to Abraham Toro. Three-pitch strikeout to Chas McCormick. Uh, I guess this doesn't show foul balls, but no balls thrown. And then a first-pitch pop-out to Jose Siri. Um, you know, again, according to the MLB.com at-bat stuff. But that is dominant. That, that just really is Mart- Reyes, rather, has the stuff for sure to be... To... to, to, to to be legit, excuse me. To be legit at the starting rotation level, um, the the only question is, and uh, Jeff Jones tweeted this out that uh, is that workload, because Jeff Jones and I agree with Jeff that he said that uh, Martinez, or I'm sorry, Reyes could be uh, the the second best starter on the in the rotation, uh, but but flag. She'll put up a yellow flag, according to Jeff Jones on Twitter, uh, referring to last year's workload and the workload in prior years, saying that it would be a big ask for 150 to 170 innings out of Reyes. Clear he's set for the bullpen, at least for now. And I'm okay with that. Like, I understand it in the sense of uh, (laughs) Reyes has electric stuff out of the bullpen. We we, we saw that last year. A, A bullpen of him, Cabrera, and Hicks could be remarkable. But you do have to wonder. What a rotation could look like if Reyes was healthy, because he's got the stuff. He really does, uh, and we, we've seen that in 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 flashes of starts over the years. Uh, start last um, game of two thousand eighteen comes to mind against San Francisco, or his last start of two thousand eighteen comes to mind. Um, and we, we've seen stints of of the greatness, but you also have to to think, okay. <laughs> um, is the greatness set for the bullpen. If he's in for the bullpen, that's fine. I do not think that that's a waste of his talent. I think he, he could live on a fastball, curveball, slider combo. That's it. And just live and die with those three pitches and one to two inning outings. <laughs> there is that what if of could he be that dominant in, in the starting rotation. So those are my three guys. John Gant, Daniel Ponce de Leon, Alex Reyes. Let me know what you guys think the Cardinals have a lot of options for this fifth starting rotation. And to me, even more intriguing than the outfield is this battle. I think that this battle is definitely um, for the fifth starting rotation could be extremely, extremely fun. So I'll take one more ad break and then I'll talk about uh, tonight's game and, uh, and my, ex- my thoughts and expectations and uh, a slight concern I have um, as we enter, um, as we end rather week one of spring training. The Cardinals play um, tonight against the Washington Nationals. and I talked about it a little bit, but John Gantt is getting the ball tonight against Max Scherzer, 5 Uh 5 Central time is the start time for that. Um, it's on the Cardinals radio network. It's not being um, broadcasted anywhere else, according to MLB.com. So uh, excited for, for John Gantt to get that start and um, to, to see what he can do. And one thing interesting as well that uh, Derek Gould tweeted out um, – late Thursday, or not late Thursday, night, but but Thursday evening, saying that um, John Gant's going to start, and then Jack Flaherty are starting the B game versus the Astros that afternoon. Uh, Alex Reyes um, and his Cabrera pitched yesterday. Cabrera didn't pitch bad, but um, interesting that I didn't know that they have a B game. Um, but, um, but yeah, so it, it, that is interesting, and Michael is set to throw bullpen sessions as well this weekend, so Things I'm excited for, I'm excited to see John Gann, and I'm, I'm interested to see what the lineup looks like. Because that's been really... <laughs> again, all of this can be taken with a grain of salt because it is spring training. But there is some cause for concern for for the lack of offense. Carpenter struck out three times yesterday. I mean, uh, other than the uh, Edmund and Arenado a little bit, I know Goldschmidt hit the ball hard a couple times uh, from based on what I saw on Twitter, but Not a lot of people have been hitting consistently, and I I understand four days, but there there is some something to be seen at these four days, and the 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 offense seems to be all or nothing, and we 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 saw that a ton last year, and with the acquisition of Nolan Arnado, you thought it might change, and again it 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 might. Opening day is still um, just under a month away, so the Cardinals have time to, to to iron these things out and to get their groove back, but um I'm tr- trying to find the, the the balance if you will of of not being too much either way not being too excited about the pitching staff and not trying to be too negative about the the lack of offense but um so we'll see what the Cardinals bring to the table offensively today against the Washington Nationals um tonight and then the next game the Cardinals do not play on um Tomorrow, they'll play Saturday the 6th. Uh, their, their next game is the 7th when they play at noon against the um, Astros again. No start has been announced yet for there, but that game is at noon and that game is on um, Fox Sports Midwest. For those of you who get that channel, um, I luckily am one of them at my apartment. But that being said, um, I'm not going to be tweeting much this weekend. Um, I'm going on a retreat leading a retreat here at the uh, Newman Center at Mizzou, um, being being on, on staff and um, helping out with the, with the retreatants. So I will not be on my phone for much of the day, um, much of the afternoon and evening Friday, pretty much any of the day Saturday and most of the day Sunday. So I'll be sure to, to, to catch up, watch the game as as I can. But um, thoughts, prayers, good vibes, um, <laughs> ask for, for any of you guys uh, as well as... as uh, Fun, good retreat uh, in store but all that said uh, that's gonna pretty much wrap up the show today i'm very excited for for this team i, I really am uh, i either was talking to a friend about it or mentioned on the show a couple of days ago that i am very excited about this team um and this is a different kind of excitement 2019 there were still a, a good amount of questions on this team 2020 was seems like a lost year but um this is really a level of excitement and a car on him that i have not had really since 2015 2015 and I guess even 2016, even though that team disappointed a lot, but 2015 especially, uh, I think that this team could do some fun things this year, and I think that this team could could if they get hot, make a run um, in the postseason as well. But um, so make sure you follow me on 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 Twitter. I, mean, I know so man this weekend, but um, usually pretty act, try to be pretty active as I can with, with the college schedule and everything like that. But LJ fastball and then the show Twitter Instagram L O underscore. Cardinals. Um, So that's all I got for you guys. Um, Please stay safe, stay well and have a wonderful weekend.